should never, ever, ever spend any money for the rest of your life. Every single time that you pull your wallet out or you make a payment, you've got to look at it as an investment. Well, hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast, episode 54 uh, of the Kingdom Business Podcast. Thank you for joining me. It's great that I get to hang out with you, and I hope this episode is really valuable for your business journey. You know, I'm essentially going to talk here about the five things I wish I knew about money back in my 20s. All right, I'm now in my 40s. I started business at 19. Um, and I guess that's enough time for me to now look back at my journey and go, hmm, there are some things that I know now that I wish I knew earlier. And so I'm going to share them because no matter where you are on your journey, if you're in your 20s, this will be great for you. Even if you're in your 40s, it'll be about changing up some of the way that you're thinking so that you can get a bit further ahead on the wealth creation journey. All right, the number one thing that I uh, wish I knew in my 20s, but I know now, is that wealth creation is behavior more than maths. You would think, you'd think wealth creation is a mathematical equation, right? Uh, X and Y equals Z, like do this, do this, do this, and you get there. It's so much more about human behavior than it ever is about maths. If you can get the human behavior element right of wealth creation, the maths looks after itself. You don't, you don't have to spend a minute on it, right? What do I mean by that? I mean simple things like delayed gratification, right? You know, that concept that was good enough for your grandma, but this generation don't seem to do that. Like, like that's a behavior, right? To, to get yourself to the point where you realize that I don't, like any short-term quick wins are actually gonna jeopardize my future, so I'm just gonna keep doing what I need to do in the short-term and let the long-term look after itself. I'm gonna go without. I don't need the latest anything right now, right? So, like delayed gratification is a behavior that I mean. I mean like, like consistently focusing on profit-producing tasks, right? That, that's, that's going to contribute to your wealth creation far more than probably any other task. You're just every day routinely getting up and focusing on profit-producing tasks so that you can put that money to work, right? It's not maths. It, it, is a, it, is a, it is a mindset, it is a behavior that you have to constantly repeat in wealth creation. You know, um, like another one would be learning investments. Like, you know, there's, there's a bunch of different ways to invest. Like your wealth creation journey, like, like you could do the maths or you could actually go and learn how to do it and get mastery over investing. And there's, you know, there's, there's stocks, there's, there's, there's real estate, um, you know, there's a, there's a few other things. There's obviously business, um, and then probably not much more to be totally fair. Um, there's a lot of options inside those three categories, but you have to go learn them. So like with real estate, for example, you know, there's buy and hold, there's flip, um, there's, there's BRR, so, so like buy, renovate, you know, uh, refinance, and, and then repeat, right? So there's, there's a bunch of different strategies within real estate. It's multifamily, it's single use. Is it, is it units with body corporates? Is it, is it standalone houses, right? Is it regional versus capital city? There's so many different ways within those that you really should go and learn so that you're ready to, to make those decisions, right? That's, that's not maths, that's skill set. You know, like it, I, could do, I could decide to go and flip houses, but I'm gonna be the worst renovator in human history right? I, that's just not my natural gifting, right? My natural gifting is to build a business. And so I've already got something that's massive and heavy on my hands. So I can't have an investment strategy that takes a whole lot of time. So for me, it's a buy and hold because it naturally fits, but I have to do my research to learn how to do that. So number one thing that I wish I'd learned when I was younger is wealth behavior. Wealth creation is behavior more than it ever is maths. 
Hey, I wanted to jump in here during the podcast and let you know about Greenhouse Media. It's one of the service offerings inside the Business Greenhouse suite of services. And it's essentially, we're a full service digital marketing agency. And there's a lot of agencies out there, but there's a couple of things that make us unique. The first thing is, is that I'm only interested in business results. I'm not out there trying to get people more comments, more likes, more shares. I just wanna drive people results that matter. Good quality phone calls, good quality lead forms, ultimately the lead generator that helps you scale your business. The second thing that makes us unique is we're a collaborative team under one roof. So whereas in years gone by, you might have one provider for your website, one provider for SEO, one provider for Google, and then if things don't work, they all point the finger, we are all accountable and collaborative to make sure that we together work on achieving the outcomes you want. So we've got hundreds of clients and thousands of campaigns running across Australia and beyond, uh, and Jamie heads up as head of strategy that side of the business. Jamie, why don't you tell us some of the results that we've had with our clients recently? Yeah, we've taken hundreds of businesses across different industries um, through our process. Um, some standouts for me over the last 12 months, we took a plumbing company um, from one location to four locations across three states, um, all through website built by our team, Google Ads and Facebook Ads. Um, we scaled an e-commerce business, we doubled their revenue in the last 12 months and they had their best year yet. Um, we took a mechanic in Sydney from you know, very few leads to over 350 phone calls um, per month um, over six months. Um, we also work with smaller budgets, so we took a, a small carpenter in Sydney um, with only $500 a month and got them a $20,000 job in their first month of ads. So um, a lot of good results, but they're the standouts for me in the last 12 months. Some great stories. You know, ultimately we're marketers. We're not people that just put ads together. There's plenty of those, but we think like marketers to drive actual results. If I've piqued your interest, then click on the link below, head over to our page, uh, and there you'll find a diary. You can book a time that suits you, and Jamie and I will jump on a call with you and ascertain what are the business results you need and can we get them for you. All right, let's get back to the podcast. The second thing that I wanna tell you about on this podcast is that actually, uh, I wish I'd known this earlier, there is so much money around. It is ridiculous how much money exists today. You know, I, I was brought up, you know, with the same cliche phrases, money doesn't grow on trees, but apparently it makes the world go round. Like money is hard to come by, all rich people are horrible, right? And so I had to dismantle all of those thought processes because they were never ever gonna help me win. Um, but actually, I did my own research and I worked out that in any second around the world, $13 trillion gets traded every second around the world, 13 trillion. That is so much money spinning around this little planet that we've got that I've only got to put my hands out now and some money's gonna come whizzing past and stick, right? There is so much money. I mean, even right now, what, you know, what are we, you know, Q2 uh, 2023, it's like, there is so much money in the system today, it's ridiculous. Coming off the back of the pandemic, Australia put 400 billion of stimulus money into the economy, that's still flushing around today. Like, it, it's a, there's a ridiculous amount of money out there and you really wanna break the cycle of lack and poverty in your mindset, right, in terms of wealth creation because, because it's ridiculous how much money is available once you start building environments and systems and processes to, to collect wealth. All right, but every single time you think money's hard to come by, or I, you know, those things, they're just outright lies from the pit of hell, and you wanna send them back where they came from. The third thing that I wish I'd known earlier, um, and, and that I know now, is 
the biggest lever to wealth creation, like the biggest contributor to wealth creation, is actually time in the market, right? So I see these people, and, and I have these calls all the time. It's like, I'm thinking about buying real estate, and then the next time I talk to them, I'm thinking about doing stocks, and then the next time I talk to them, like, I think I wanna do hedge funds and, and exchange, like EFTs, and then the next time, it's like, I'm gonna flip houses. Next time I went to a conference, I'm gonna do like Airbnb arbitrage. Next time they, and, and all of that time passes, and they don't have an investment. It's like, hello. So what happens is, right, if you play that out in terms of wealth creation, you know, let's, let's say that you deliberated for two years over, should I buy units or should I buy standalone houses, right? Let's say, when that's, people are doing that all the time. I know people that have deliberated for 32 years on that decision, trying to make sure they get the right decision. It's like, at the end of the day, you could have picked either one of those and they would end up within 1% of each other as an outcome but you've just wasted two years, which would have been 10% of your outcome at the end, right? So you've just got to pick one and go and get in the market, right? Instead of deliberating, like this one's going to give me a return of 5.6%, this one's going to give me a return of 7.2, but it's risky, but all that analyzing, and you haven't got an asset. And if you just bought an asset, and you only went with a smaller return, but you compounded the extra two years over a lifetime, it would be 50 times the gain that you would get from, you know, by delaying a little bit and learning how to get a little bit more, right? So I just wish that I had jumped earlier. Now I did, I, you know, my first real estate deal was when I was 19, but I kind of played pretty small from, you know, for, for 10 years, right? I could have played way harder, right? I should have just jumped a whole lot earlier um, and then, you know, today would look a whole lot different. Number four, um, you've got to get your head around, in terms of wealth creation, um, Invest, never spend. So you should never, ever, 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 ever spend a dollar or a pound or a ruble, wherever you are listening, right? You should never, ever, ever spend any money for the rest of your life, never. Every single time that you pull your wallet out or you make a payment, you've got to look at it as an investment. I'm talking about when you go out with your kids and you buy them lunch, You've got to view that as an investment. What's my return for this? Time with the kids, hanging out, investing with them, growing them, like not just fit. When, when it comes time to shopping, right? You know, like um, that you're not spending money on clothes, you're investing money in clothes. So now you're forced to think about it like, well, are they going to last? Are they good? Do they represent my brand? Do, you know, what, what, what message do they carry, right? And then of course, you know, when it comes to putting money in your business, like I'm going to run Google ads, you're not spending money on Google ads, you're investing. What's your ROI? So we, we understand uh, spending, like investing money in, in a business context or an investment context. I'm saying that needs to be your whole life. Like if you're gonna spend five bucks at a, at a coffee shop, you need to change that language. And I'm investing five bucks here. Now that may seem trivial, but it makes you think, what am I getting in return for this? Okay, this is gonna be 20 minutes, time out, decompress, journal, while I have my coffee and then I go back to my busy life. It's an investment that you get for your money. Okay, there's an ROI on that $5. If you start to do that, you all the frivolous spending that you do will start to dry up because over a period of time, you're like, hang on, there is no ROI on that. That's, that's just dumb. There's no ROI on that. There's no ROI. And you'll start to tighten up um, those areas and those little foxes won't come and steal your wealth, right? So change that language. Invest, never spend.
And number five is flashy wealth doesn't last. We've all been on enough social media platforms to see that there are a bunch of people out there that are building a profile based on how much, well, the perceived wealth they have. We never actually know what kind of wealth they have. And so what do they do? They do that by taking photos of their watches and their, their car steering wheels and they've got a photo of themselves sitting on the front of a nice car, you know, and, and, and everything is about what it looks like. You know, um, I even know people, this is a sad story, I know people that chartered a jet, but it, but it stays on the tarmac, it doesn't actually go in the sky because it's really, really cheap, right? So these, these, these jet companies will basically just say to people, you can pay a thousand bucks and you can walk on and off the jet and do some, you do some photos, right? And then, and the next person comes in and people do that. So that it looks like a good Instagram grab or a YouTube, you know, um, thumbnail. It's like, hang on a minute, like you have lost the plot, right? If you're gonna spend $1,000 for a photo opportunity on a jet that you don't own, don't fly in and doesn't even leave the ground, you, you have lost it, right? I know people who have leased nice cars for a day so they can get photos in their nice cars and do some content and then they have to give the car back and they get inside their crappy Corolla to go about their miserable life. I know those people and they're all over Instagram, right? And, and so what happens though, if people start that journey and they start to get some credibility in society because of their wealth, they've basically just put themselves in prison because now they have to trump themselves with the next purchase always to stay front and center in people's mind, right? And so we know as believers that that is essentially partnering with the spirit of mammon, right? That's essentially what that is, right? Mammon is, a, is, a, is, a, is an antichrist that wants to masquerade as godly, that wants to steal your attention and steal your focus, right? So, so here's the thing, right? Flashy wealth doesn't last for a couple of reasons. One, because you end up spending all your money on dumb stuff. That's one reason why flashy wealth doesn't last. The second thing is, is that, you know, like what starts out as maybe godly over time becomes a partnership with the spirit of mammon who is literally there to destroy your life and, and leave you with nothing, right? And, and there is a whole history of well-meaning kingdom entrepreneurs, men and women who have started out wanting to build something for God and along the journey of prospering, bowed their knee to Baal and ended up giving their life away, right? So, so basically, just make money and don't feel like you need to flash it around. It's really, really simple, right? Then your identity can stay in Christ instead of things, right? And, 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 and you know, you're basically, as an act of spiritual warfare, saying to the spirit of mammon, you can't touch me. So, you know, for example, in my life, very few people know what car I drive, very few. Um, and I like to keep it that way because if you, if you're watching this because of the car I drive, then when I want more views, then I've got to get a better car. And then when I want more views, I, like that, that, to me, like maybe when I was 20, that was attractive. I'm not interested now, right? Very few people know where I live. Very few people know what I have. And, uh, and, and my goal is to keep it that way. I, I don't want you to appreciate me because of some perceived amount. I would rather it was something like, oh, he's got a little bit of wisdom that can contribute to my life. That'd be a much better reason, right? Um, and so, you know, you really wanna audit the people that you're following and watching and getting wisdom from, because if they're doing this trumped up life, like everything is a photo opportunity inside a car, you know, like to see the logo of the car, <clears throat> you really wanna start to audit who you're listening to because flashy wealth doesn't last and we have, thousands of people that come and go, right? Because they, they, they start that journey and they literally can't keep it up. So um, I'll give you number six, just because I always want to over deliver. I said five things, I'm going to give you six. <clears throat> um, 
every dollar you spend, maybe it's five and a half, it's a little bit like point number four, every dollar you spend is a dollar you can't multiply. So if you take money, right, <clears throat> um, we talked about changing our language between spending and investing, <clears throat> but if you think about a dollar, right, you, you do some work in your business, you get a dollar, you get a dollar of profit. <clears throat> if you take that money out of your business and you go and invest it in a holiday, it's gone forever. The memories might stay, but you can never multiply your business. If you take that money out of your business and you go and buy a car or a watch, there's no memories anyway, right? All it means is someone's gonna scratch it. And now you can't multiply your business, right? You literally want to get really precious, especially in the early 15 years of running a company, keep every dollar and put it back in. Because a dollar taken out to buy a car is gone forever. A dollar put back in can turn into two, 10, 50, 100, 1,000, a million bucks, right? Because you can take that dollar, put it into marketing, go and get five new clients, da 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 da, da and it compounds. You really, really, really want to consider and be precious over every dollar because every dollar you take out is gone forever. Every dollar you leave in your business, you can multiply forever, all right? And, and so, Later on in life, when you've got a great business and, and, and profit and you're investing, sure, take it out, right? Because you've got enough infrastructure around you that this machine will go by itself. In that early stage, that first 10 years, put every single dollar back in because you can multiply it in your business, it disappears out of your business, right? I wish I'd known that um, because I didn't do that. I stripped my business of cash, right, in the early years. <clears throat> now, I invested it in real estate but I know that if I was to look at my, my, you know, my wealth creation today versus doing it this way, I would be 10x where I am today. If I had not bought real estate early, but I, I compounded it back in the business, I would have been able to do real estate you know, 10 times better somewhere along the journey and be in a very different position today, right? So, <clears throat> so I'm saying all of that to say that that's my learning on the wealth creation journey and you don't wanna make the same mistake. All right, I hope that's been valuable. What I wanna know from you though in the comments <clears throat> is out of those five and a half points, which one jumped out to you the most? Was it wealth creation is behavior more than money? Was it um, there's so much money around and I need to change my mindset? Was it the biggest lever in wealth creation was actually time in the market? Was it I need to change my mindset to invest, never spend? Was it <clears throat> that flashy wealth doesn't last? Maybe that one. And for the half point, every dollar spent is a dollar I can't multiply. I want your feedback in the comments. All right, it's been great hanging out with you. Love you heaps. See you next week.